When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KBJ, get your skate every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Oh, yeah, hello, and welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. So nice to say that it's Tuesday and, yes. you know, you still got that Monday energy going. We you know? missed the Monday funk. Yeah. Skipping right to Tuesday. Gosh. Tomorrow's hump day. Yeah, I saw so many comments today. People were like, man, it's just wouldn't it be great if it was this way every single week? I can't even imagine. It would be life-changing for me. It really would. It really would. It'd be unbelievable. And for everybody. Can you just imagine if we It just- would just be what we deserve. Better work-life balance. Yeah. Just kind of crazy. It's weird. Mm-hmm. We kill ourselves, bruh. Yeah. We kill ourselves for what? I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. The beast. Yeah. Jay Bird looks like he is going through it. Were you just on the phone with your cable company? I, it, it's not going to make for good radio. Just <laughs> oh, you're on. just angry. Just move on. It's this is what on. happens when you have to sit on customer service. He was on the phone with yeah. customer service. You just come back angry. Mm-hmm. I'm not. My internet's not working. It's, it's whatever. It will not be good radio. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> so you're having kind of like Monday problems on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah, it was a nice weekend. Uh, big highlights for me. I was pretty excited about uh, what the Miami Heat did. It was, it man, people were down in the dumps. I couldn't even believe that one game. It was a last-second shot that uh, Celtics beat them on. And they even had uh, a viral TikTok video. It was at a wedding, and they were watching on their phones, of course. And Cheering for the heat. And they're like, oh, my gosh, the heat won. They had a f- heat flag, and they're taking it across the dance floor and all that stuff. They're <laughs> celebrating. And then a second later, they put, uh, like, three seconds back on the clock. Oh. And that was still debatable, but you don't have to talk about it now. If, if the heat would have lost last night, it would have been something that people for years would be talking about. But, you know, we don't have to now, but it was one of those things where – yeah, it, lo- it looked like it was going to be the biggest collapse of all time in the NBA. So thankfully it wasn't. So that was all good. No, Virginia, you had your trip. I did. Yeah. It was so fun. I did so many things crammed into just like, I don't know, like five days. I feel like we had like a week and a half of fun stuff crammed into five days. Yeah, that's all good. And you, Burb, we ran down some of your stuff Yeah, earlier that uh, you did. My weekend was weird, man. I'm not going to lie. It was. It was a weird fucking weekend. <laughs> yes, but I'm glad Tuesday's here. Okay. All right. Well, would you rank it as a good weekend, bad weekend? How's would, it right out? I'd give it a solid C. Solid C. Okay. Yes. All right. Good moments, shitty moments. Mm-hmm. You, you would have loved Nashville. I bet I would have. We got ruckus. We were finding these uh, hidden bars. We found one because we knew where it was. Okay. And we knew to go to this certain place. 
and opened the janitor's closet. And then that was the entrance into the, the hidden bar. So then what I started doing is every hotel that I could find, I just looked for the janitor's closet or storage room. I just started jiggling handles on every place. And I found another one that way. Oh, no way. I didn't even know what it was, but I totally found one by accident, just jiggling handles. And that's the thing now, all these little hidden bars. Okay. And we went in there, and it was all young people. We were definitely by far the oldest people in there. Oh, you have to uh, let me know. Any little tips you got on Nashville? We're there, hopefully going to get there this summer. There were some good videos. Mama and sister were breaking it down. Oh, my gosh. We were getting down, and it was so fun. All these young kids formed a dance circle around my sister, and she was just breaking it down. Okay. She was, she's a better dancer than you are. She is. She's She's way better than me, but... Doesn't stop me. <laughs> You're not that good of a dancer. I'm a terrible dancer, not stopping. You're not bad at you can do the the upside down torque. That is your that, that's your big shining moment. But other than that, I don't know, dog. I don't know. I'm looking at look at me here. I'm dropping it like it's hot. I don't know. It's pretty sexy, Kevin. Okay, look at her. Oh, oh, oh yeah, hey, there you hey. go. Well, you went way down. You almost saw the clam. If you're a little gassy, that could have been problematic. <laughs> 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 That would have been tough. <laughs> it's just a good time. When I get both my sisters together, yeah, Maggie and Caitlin, mm-hmm. we just get a little ruckus. Yeah, that's fun. That's a good time. Well, the Nashville's the kind of town to do that in. It is. It reminds me of like a wider Bourbon Street. Yeah, I was going to say, it's starting to rival New Orleans, I would say, where it is now. Definitely. Yeah. It, it's not as long as Bourbon Street. Right. It's more of a compact thing, but you've but got- But it goes higher. I mean, you've got- Yeah. Yeah. It goes higher. You've three, got like mm-hmm. these three and four story bars that are just yeah. kicking. Pretty much every bar has its own rooftop. Yeah. There's, uh, Kid Rocks, Jason Aldean's. Yeah, I think they all have rooftops. They all, all have a place. And they're with, building so many more, too. I think uh, Garth Brooks has got a place. I think Luke Combs has got a place coming in. They're starting to head towards the river. And uh, they're going to be tearing down the football stadium that's there and building a whole new stadium. Really? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a nice place where the stadium is. Are they going to move it? Not that old, no. I think they're just going to put the new stadium in the parking lot and flip them. Okay. Like they sometimes do. Interesting. We found a cute little hotel right there on Broadway, too, called the Moxie. Okay. My sister has stayed there before, and it was one of the few rooftops where we could go and Magnolia could get in. And um, it was like a restaurant up there, and it wasn't crazy. Like Kid Rock's, Jason Aldean's, mm-hmm. Old Red, all these places had lines of yes, like they do. 100 people long. That's why we usually go during the day, and then we get yeah. out at night because it gets too crazy. And Go I'm during the day. The go day that. drinking. Yeah. Go up and down Broadway. It's it, still jamming during the day. It is. It was Talent's fun. still amazing. Way less lines, but just as much fun live music. Every mm-hmm. single bar had live music, even at the damn airport. We figured out there's probably about 150 artists playing at any given time on Lower Broadway there That's in Nashville. Huge. It's just insane. And then they switch over. And the, I guess the best talent's on at night. Yeah. But you got to figure they have about f- close to 500 performers throughout the course of a day in Nashville. Our waiter that served us brunch on Sunday. 
he had just resigned. We were his last table. Oh, no way. Because he was like, I'm going to focus completely on music. I came here, and I've been half-assing it. Uh, I've been waiting tables, Mm -hmm. and I've been doing music. And he said, you guys are my very last table. I am going completely 100% music I'm just doing music, so now I have no money to pay my rent. (laughs) (laughs) He said it will force him, though, to get more gigs. And there's a lot of gigs in that town. It's a a strategy. In fact, I even heard... uh, Stuart, uh, what's his name? Scooter Braun was talking about that. It's the philosophy of when we get to the shore, we burn the boats. So there's no going back. I love it. And that's his philosophy is that you have to put yourself in that position to truly make it where there's no other option. Because when you know that you've got an out and you can row back to shore and the other direction when you came, you don't go at it. Like if you like, this is it guys. If we don't make it, it's do or die. That's what our waiter was saying. He's mm-hmm. like, it makes me too lazy to wait tables. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going a hundred percent music, do or die. And I was like, good for you. Storm the shore, you burn the boats. Yeah. The coyote yeah. ugly. Gotta go for it. They got, they got one of theirs there, too. The Coyote. Is it they still, got the bar. Is it still as... Sassy. Sassy <laughs> and as big as it was? Because back in the day... Well, the original one was in New York City, and it wasn't big like the one in the movie. The one in the movie is not the original Coyote Ugly because I worked at the original Coyote Ugly. It was over on the east side in the village, almost in Alphabet City. Dang, they hired Virginia as one of the hot waitresses or a hot cocktail... Yeah. Is it bartenders or wait? I was a bartender, but I didn't make it for very long. I was was not mean enough. That's that's ridiculous. I know. They want you to do a whole act. Oh, they do. Oh, fuck you, Kevin. Here's your drink. They want you to look like a 10 and be a straight up see you next Tuesday. They want you to be so mean to the guys. But don't they want you to be kind of flirty? Yes. They don't want you to be, hey, you fat fuck, get out of here. We don't want your kind. The original wanted you to be more mean than flirty. I'm just telling you, I did it. I went through the orientation. I worked for like a few nights, and then I was like, this ain't for me. You ever see that movie, Kev? Coyote Ugly? No, I you did not. I, I don't think, yeah, it didn't seem like it was my thing. But uh, the girl who's in it, she was at Jersey. Uh, Piper Parabo or yes. something like that. Yeah, in fact, I think she wound up being on Yellowstone. She went to Ohio University when I was there. So oh. that's what I remember. And somebody said, you got to watch it. It's, she's a bobcat. And I was like, eh. <laughs> I, eh. I didn't really care that much about it. But She's hot. Oh, wasn't she on Orange is the New Black? I don't think so. No. no. No, but she, I think she recently was on Yellowstone. Yeah. <laughs> She's hot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me see. Other stuff that's uh, going on. Local bar scene. I don't know if you saw that uh, Taboo on Palm Beach shut down for good on Sunday. <laughs> it was still open? I think they said they're renovating the space. Meaning there's probably a crime. Something's going to happen. They are. They're the the property owner who now owns it. He wants a more modern restaurant, so oh. they're kicking Taboo out. So Taboo is gone. It won't it won't be refabbed and then be called Taboo. I don't believe. So this is going to be the first time in eighty three years that Taboo's not been in that space right there on Worth Avenue. Wow. I don't even know if I know where that is. 
taboo? It's kind of like right down in the shops and all that stuff. It's not a place you'd be hanging. I'm no. getting it confused with the difference. I thought this was a, a strip joint you're talking about. It's no, on Worth no. Avenue. Okay, this yeah. is not the taboo I was thinking of. No. It's a place where sugar babies go to meet sugar daddies. It's a place where cougars go to scoop up some young hot meat. I've never been a taboo. And it's kind of, <laughs> it is it is kind of dark and sleazy. It is. And yeah, that's. I think that's what the owner was. He was like, it just doesn't, it doesn't look like you've done anything in this place since 1987. And so they may reopen another location, but I think that spot is no longer going to be taboo. Well, I'm looking at pictures. It is straight up 1987. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah I was in there a year or two ago and uh, we had lunch in there uh, with my cuz who likes all that Palm Beach stuff. and. Taboo. Yeah. There's another one. I think called like the Chesterfield or something. Yeah, it's that's like the English restaurant. Yeah, it's an English restaurant. It's nice. They just redid that too. It's got a, a new fancy little bar in there. But those are like the old school places where you would go. Like when we first moved to town, I heard about people going there looking for sugar daddies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like young girls would go there looking for a sugar daddy. Probably, yeah. I mean, I I don't even you know. I, I guess that stuff still does go on. I don't know. You know where you would go. I think now it's just like like a lot of those high end places. There are high end hookers in there too. I hear hookers. Yeah, hookers. High end. It, it might be. You know, it, it seems like now maybe even more than than bars. It's a lot of the events. There's so many of those high end events that everybody wants to go to and see and be seen. Kind of like the uh, Miami Grand Prix become one. They just had the uh, Monaco Grand Prix. From uh, over the weekend, one of those F1 series, and my gosh, just on TikTok, seeing the boats and the money and all the wealth that was out there. So uh, it's it's any more like if you're anybody that's rich and famous, you want to be there so you can be in whatever the video is and get the exposure. So do rich that, and famous people, do they ever have normal conversations? Uh, well, when's... When are rich people talking about cheese? I don't think it happens. <laughs> no, they're talking about cheese, but it's really nice cheese. Yeah, they love cheese. And if they talk about cheese, I don't think they talk about it that long. Everybody loves cheese. Cheese is the one thing that brings poor people and rich people to the table. That's the, I just I feel like they don't they don't appreciate it like the average person. No. I, I I know what you're saying. The, the Everybody loves cheese. The fancy cheese. Yes. Oh, this is great. Uh, yes, rich cheese. But they don't. They don't fucking love cheese. No, they seem to talk about the <laughs> rich things that they've bought. Yes, they do. Uh, that's a big part of it. Uh, talking about uh, making money, that's a big part of it. Or maybe their golf game. That seems to be the S- conversations I've eavesdropped like, in. No, it's really... pretty much those. That's what I've noticed. It's... And it's number one talking about expensive things they bought, whether it be boats, houses, cars. I guess kind of I guess you you want to brag about that to other rich people because if you're if you're talking to to me about that I don't give a fuck. Well, they're always looking for a reference. <laughs> we know. So that's it. Yeah. So that's just what they talk about. That's how they relate to one another. Typically, is be like, oh yeah, well I got a hundred and eighty foot boat and. Here's my captain, like, and you wh- would love it. When's the last time Warren Buffett had a cheese conversation? That, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You don't think he does? I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, talking about the uh, nanny earlier. What was it? She was making like one sixty an hour, one sixty five an hour. That's a yes. lot of money. It was. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, somebody texted and said, "Yeah, my client has three kids and three to four nannies and a housekeeper all day." Yeah, it's it's insane. Some of that stuff and the staff that they have, and yeah, it's just it's just it's a different uh, different life. 
You know, it's kind of crazy. So, and it would make sense that you would have three or four nannies on a rotation and sharing that nanny with your yeah. other rich friends so that everybody can be accommodated. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're like that one nanny we were talking about that has gigs doing Broadway half the yeah. year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, you know, my daughter just kind of got into the game not too long ago, and her schedule is kind of like all over the place. So she's she's worked uh, the last week, and I think she gets off work on Wednesday, and then she's gone the whole month of July. Wow. But she doesn't work at all in June. So the whole month of July, is she traveling? Yeah, she's going to be in Europe. Wow. On a boat. And they pay for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and they, they pay her on top of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So you, you do get, you know, like what she was saying with the trips and all that stuff, you do get all that. You know, I, I think that- I would nanny. If, if someone came to me and said, hey, Virginia, we're going to Europe. Yeah. Will you come on our private jet and be our nanny for our kids for the week just to yeah. be able to go? And I'd be like, uh, hell yeah, let's do this. Yeah. So you she, wouldn't even have to pay me. Right. <laughs> so they it's kind of a tag team thing. So they've got another nanny that when it's when Caitlin's not working, then the other nanny, she lives in New York. And so she will come down and, you know, stay at their house. So uh, Caitlin stays at their place while she's working. So you go in, you stay, and you're there the whole time. Wow. So you know that's You're an au pair. I guess, yeah. So that's your whole life. So you don't have, while you're on, that's the one thing that is kind of interesting. Though I guess you can leave and go run errands if you want when you're not on duty specifically. But you're like a mom. Yeah. You got to watch those kids Uh until somebody else is watching them. Yeah. They're yours. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes down. So, and the the parents are, they're like in Europe or something. They're not even here? No. Damn. You Uh are the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when she flies over to Europe with them, are the parents on the plane? No. she no? meets. I, I don't think so. I think she meets up with them because I think they, they don't come here for the summers. Wow. How old are the kids? Just one. He, she wants you to give every detail out so she loses <laughs> the job. Yeah, I, I know where the, the lines are. I don't yeah. want you to lose the job. No. I'm just fascinated. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, a kid that she takes care of. If any billionaires are listening and they want a free nanny, I will free nanny your ass. <laughs> But you got to give up 25 hours of the morning show. Do you do it? But it doubles your salary. No, oh, no. Is, I wouldn't is it, is give. It fuck you, Jason and Kevin. No, Bye. no. I wouldn't give this up, but I'm saying like on a vacation. I would mm. take a week off when we were planning a vacation on this show and go to Europe and be their nanny for free. Who would be a more fun nanny, me or Virginia? If you're, if you're, you're a 10-year-old kid, who you have more fun with? You'd be like uh, that 80s movie, The Toy. (laughs) (laughs) I would. Yeah. I'd be a human toy. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be a ton of fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, she's she's new in it. And Tom said, yeah, it's, you know, for a young person with no attachments, that's good. And the the, the only thing was there was um, the the girl that, you know, uh, my daughter uh, swaps out with, the other nanny. She said she's now in her mid-30s. She's been with them, the family, for 10, 15 years. She said, it's good. I like it. It's flexible. She said, but in a sense, you know, I've, I've given up my own family for it. You know, this has been my kid, and this has been my family. And so— 10, 15 years? Yeah, yeah. How many kids they got? 
Uh, they've had other kids. That have, oh, yeah. second yeah. marriage. Uh, no, I don't know about that, but it was just, you know, they've had other kids and all that kind of stuff. Did you guys ever watch The Nanny? Mr. Sheffield. You ever watch that? <laughs> yes, I did. My mom loved that show. That was a great show. Yeah, it's right it's the- a good message for nannies. You can bag the man. I mean, it worked out great for her. He was a widow, though. She didn't come in there and wreck a home. No, she didn't. I mean, that's... It, but boy, does it work out so nice in the sitcoms, doesn't it? it does. She gets in there, he falls in love. Same thing with uh, who's who's the boss. Tony Danza comes in and puts a little poke in the old uh, whiskers, and then forget about it. It's over. <laughs> poke in the whiskers. Speaking of eighties terms, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he comes in there and you know turns the whole house to hell. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, let me see. We were talking earlier about uh, how teenagers frustrate you. Magnolia's birthday today. She's 18. She is. I've heard all your stories. People were asking, be like, okay, she's 18. Does that mean all the dirt spills today, or how's that work, Virginia? I don't know. Okay. I got to see her dad again. Oh, yeah. I've been having to see him a lot, which I'm not really a big fan of. But how, how did the lunch go? It went fine because they were literally an hour late, and I already had a mean buzz by the time they showed up. So I'm like, fuck it, let's go. Oh, boy, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you let me get a buzz, I'll be much better. Well, you have to do certain things you normally don't do for those big occasions. You know, this is a big deal. This is a milestone. So now you you got to get with, got to sit down with people you normally, normally don't break bread with. We don't break bread. So sitting down, for, <laughs> sitting down for her graduation lunch was the first time we've sat down and had any kind of organized meal since she was three or four. Wow. wow. How about that? Yeah. Man. Since that, the war on the shore, maybe. Yeah. Right, right around that time period, right? Absolutely. So how did that go? What was it like? What was the conversation? It was fine. Everybody was cool. Nobody said anything. And even his sister showed up. She was there. They okay. were cool. And they've had nothing but bad things to say about me. They think I don't know what they say about me. My daughter tells me everything. So oh, I know okay. exactly yeah. the kind of propaganda bullshit they've been filling her head with for years. I'm surprised you were able to sit down and let that go. We, me and Virginia, Babe, we look, talked about it before It was she really went. hard. I had to come to Jaybird. I asked Jaybird's advice. I'm like, what should I do? Because at first I was like, fuck this. I'm not sitting down with those motherfuckers. There was, a, there, there was a, at one point, the bird might have flown in and, and, and been a, a, you know, an assistant, but it didn't work out that way. I had a, feel, a feeling everything was going to go good. I almost invited Jaybird to go, but then... 
Uncle Jerry stepped in and he went. She had the good Italian with her. Okay. Not the shitty Italian. <laughs> <laughs> the real Italian. He gets things done. The Italian's Italian. Obviously, the shitty Italian that goes there and eats. Well, but I just, I needed buffer. I needed numbers. I needed something in my favor. I was very worried going into it if it was just going to be, you know, them versus me. You do need numbers in situations where it's it's such a landslide and un- uncomfortableness. If, if there's five people that's not on your team and you're, you're, all, you're, you're driving there alone, you're a lone wolf... It's dangerous numbers. You always need at least one to two buffers. You need numbers. It's just a fact. And I didn't know if Mags' grandma was going to show up until game time. So she was a possibility. War by the shore. I know you know. We so she she was a possibility. And at one point I was like, I'm going to have to sit there with all of them. I need to bring some numbers. Hmm. Yeah, you don't, you don't, yeah, you want to have the numbers in your favor. So Panda and Uncle Jerry were there, and then it was me, and then uh, Mags' dad and his sister and his sister's husband. Well, even in, even in business meetings, you try to pad your, sack the deck and have at least one person with you in the room. You can't let them get the power, and there is power in numbers. It sure. just is. Yeah. There are people who believe yeah. when you go into a meeting of any sort, from the smallest detail of, where someone's sitting, where the, the desk height is of at. your chair, yeah, all of that, all of that, play some kind of psychology behind the whole, the, the whole meeting, whether it's a work meeting, a business meeting, a I don't know, a family meeting, and all about that dynamic. I hear you. I believe in all that. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but some people do really believe that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, Jaybird talked me into going. It's like you gotta go, you gotta go. So I was like, "You're right, you're right." Mags really wanted this, and I can't be the reason it doesn't happen. Right. But of course, they're gonna go. Like, <laughs> they're the ones that have made money off of me for so many years. Right. Yeah. So they don't have anything to be mad about. They're not showing up all pissed off. Are you allowed to? S- nah, never mind. I, I, <laughs> I know I, what you're gonna. I don't know how much you can get into. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to Barbara Walters this thing. <laughs> 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 it's, it's juicy. Well, I think people go through it. You, you just don't want to go through all the details because you don't want to make sh- things shitty for Mags. Exactly. And I still have this weekend. So th- this weekend's going to be even worse than the graduation lunch. What's this weekend? Her birthday party. Oh, shit. And she wanted to invite them. Now, this is uh, in my home. They have wow, never okay. they've never been to my home. Oh, my god! Much less invited inside my home. Right. Okay, that's this weekend. That's this Saturday. Wow. We have a lot to do, Kevin. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> it just definitely piqued my interest. I cannot wait for Saturday now. I'm going to have to <laughs> highlight that, let the queen know we are walking in some good shit. Well, that's – you got straight the numbers <laughs> Oh, on my gosh. One. I'm just going to – I'm at the popcorn. I'm going to put a chair down in the corner. I'm going <laughs> to grab a beer, and I'm going to sit back and watch. Bring your swimsuit. We got a water slide. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> Dude, don't because they you're gonna get in trouble. I've seen it happen before. Yeah. The old golfers are gonna yell at you. I'm just I'm, I'm just there to watch the drama. <laughs> oh, they're gonna be fun. We got a full like whole grill set up outside for burgers, dogs, grilled cheese, all of it. Okay. Everything's gonna be going on out there, hot and fresh. So bring your appetite. Good stuff. Okay, man. Kids are growing up. Cannon had his first football practice today. Oh. Yeah. Caitlin said he threw up. <laughs> oh, man. If, if 
I told him, I'm like, dog, it's going to get real, man. The condition will be fucking rough. Yeah, I said she sent some videos and it looked like they were just. This ain't basketball, bitch. Well, even if you are playing yeah, basketball. It's, it's a new game. Well, he's, you know, he when he was five, we put him in tackle and he his first play. He came around and got rocked by an eight-year-old. He was five, and that was a big difference. And it just – he didn't know what the hell hit him. And so we yanked him out, like, after one play, and he's only done flag. So he's – you know, this is his first time really legit doing tackle. And typically, too, in the beginning – I'm, I'm this is the first. They're going to try to weed out some people and break some people. Yeah. It, they call it a hell week, Virginia. But for some reason, it doesn't last for a week. It usually lasts for about two and a half weeks. <laughs> it's a hell month. They did that for my, my first two years of junior college baseball. They would have what we'd call hell week. And I, I threw up as well. I couldn't even get up from the ground. Ants were biting me on the neck on my fucking titties. I had ants all over my body. I yeah. couldn't move because of Hell Week. If you're not in just the best shape ever, it can get you. He's in okay shape, but he's not in that kind of shape. <laughs> I, I did great. see there were a couple of kids that just laid on the turf and they weren't really? moving. Yeah, he, and he was he was still going, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see because either he's like, yeah, I loved it. Can't wait to go back. Or he's going to be like, I don't know, man. You can be playing a sport in season, but if you're playing the basketball and you're doing the playoffs and all that, yeah. you typically don't have your team doing all of these, you know, uh, he, gassers and stuff. Yeah. You want to keep your, your he, the they, legs they run a little bit in his basketball leagues, but it's not like this. That's what happened with me. My the baseball summer team I played going into college, I didn't we didn't run at all. You just went out there and you played. So when I got to college, they go, "Oh, you're running. You're running for an hour and a half." It it, it fucking destroyed you. It it killed you if you wow. weren't running regularly yeah. and I was not. Yeah, so oh. we'll see. Somebody's asking how old he is. He's going to be 15 on June 12th. There you go. It's happening. So, yeah, this is this is a big, you know, it's a big jump for him. He's going from middle school to high school this year, and so his whole world is just there's a lot more on him. That's why, you know, when he forgot his uniform and his shoes on Saturday and they had a playoff basketball game, it was kind of a big deal. It's like, dude, you've got – you know, you're you're not little kid anymore. You know, we've got to start holding you accountable. You got to start doing this stuff on your own. And you got to do that. You got to make yeah. sure because giving them a safety net does not help them. Well, what will really change that is if another player, a teammate, gets in his shit and says, "What the fuck, man?" What, yeah, what, that's, right. That really is what's going to make the difference yeah. because you'll get embarrassed in front of his peers, and that's typically what needs to happen. Well, the thing that that's good and uh, why I, I need this is because he, like, I kind of want. I don't really when I say things, it just it doesn't. It's not received well. Like I have to be very careful in what I say to him, and you know, all kids are different, but yeah, it's just. It's tough for me to ever say anything with a negative tone to Cannon. It rarely happens. And that's why I like that he's in sports because I can funnel all that through coaches. <laughs> you know, they can scream. And he takes, like, he can get his ass chewed by a coach and he's drinking it in and loving it. I say, like, dude, come on, man. You got to grow up. I, I Just saying that, that's, a ba- that's about what I said. Just, it just. Destroys, it destroys him, him. And it doesn't go well. But for something like that, champ or playoff basketball game, he misses a quarter. A teammate go, dude, man, you're letting us down. That yeah, kind of guilt right. really would make that's, a difference. That's where you – I realized that when I was to- coaching my daughter in softball. A lot of times it's not what you say. It's the mouth it comes out of. And so out of my mouth, things don't work. Another mouth, 
It does. Fifteen's mm. that age too, man. If you it are is. playing organized sports, yeah, it, they don't. They're not looking at you as a kid anymore. You're you're getting into that. You you're dancing around that college level. If you if you're trying to be serious and if you're playing high school sports, the next level is the college thing. Half your team's trying to play college if you're on a high school team. Yeah, no, exactly. No, they're they're legit. I mean, I was just the quarterback at Cannon School. I mean, the kids already. Trying to get recruited and it's uh, it's a big deal. So wow, yeah, he's, he's a really good quarterback. If it was me, you suits Denny's and Virginia, five on five of their five best. Do we even stand a chance of who against <laughs> Cannon School? Yeah, no, no. I, I you can't you can't lead us to the promised land. No, no. <laughs> I seen I I saw this quarterback. I, they had a game I uh, went to a couple weeks ago. They took on Wellington, beat him 42-6, to six, and this quarterback had like an 80-yard touchdown, and yeah, he's, he's wow. a baller. Yeah. No, they would whoop our ass. Okay, how about this 14-year-old basketball team? Do we have a shot with that They'd one? whoop our ass. No, <laughs> there, there's a kid on Kansas team who can dunk it. Oh, okay. wow. Okay, yeah. but we we got a couple people on our team that can shoot no, the we lights get destroyed. out. We you would, can dunk in donuts. We would lose by 35. 35. And that's if we played for five minutes. We old and fat. I would love to see that though. We got five. Our five versus their we would get, the, the, the That'd shit. be a funny it'd be video. So, it'd be so embarrassing. It'd be so embarrassing. Like we would get destroyed. That'd be a funny video. Uh, yeah. Uh, we come out there and we just showboat. For the first 90 seconds. Will you guys give us five minutes to just whoop our ass? Yeah, for 90 seconds, you would get the best of a peacock bird, and then I would run. I don't out think of I'm Steve. exaggerating. I think we'd lose by 35. <laughs> I think that would be such a funny video. We play dirty. Oh man. I just I would like to see Denny's pass. The rock to suits. Suits lays it up. That shit would be awesome. Suits misses it. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> so I was talking about how I drove to my uh, son's playoff basketball game. He didn't have a uniform. Jason said, "Yeah, we drove four hours to Sanford, and my fourteen-year-old left his cleats at home." Oh. Yeah, at least it wasn't four hours. Yeah, so it happens. That hurts. Yeah. Do you buy new cleats up there? How does that work? You're you're scrambling. I mean, our first thing was we were trying to find other cleats that uh, Canada could wear, and we couldn't find anything. So, yeah, I think that's plan B. you got to go try to buy cleats, and then you want to take your kid and beat them with them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I bought these cleats. To go, <laughs> Back in the day, if you forgot your shit, they'd make a big spectacle out of you. Oh, no doubt, yeah. <laughs> they would, the coach would bring it up in front of everybody. And- My wife's got some stories. Yeah, she when she was a man, her dad was her, her dad didn't play. She would finish second in a race, and after the race for finishing second, he would drop her off 15 miles from home. Wow. He'd be like, "You need to be home by this time," or he would take her and drop her back off again. He said, "You're going to do it till you get in that time." That 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 at that point. That's old school that's Midwest. A- Damn. Hardcore. Damn is right. Yeah. You can't do that shit now. No, you can't. That's why she treats Kevin so, like, military, because she was raised that way. Oh, yeah, no. She had had it tough. Kevin ain't careful. He has to run his ass to home home or to work. Kevin's paying the prices. I am. (laughs) It's like all the... All the uh, anger that she's been building up for all these years. Read, Kevin, your thought for the day from today. I sent it to you. It was something like, uh, if you don't... Heal what hurt you, you'll make others bleed that didn't cut you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, you, I'm, I'm Kim's making out. you bleed. I'm about blood out. <laughs> if you don't heal what hurt you, you'll bleed on the people who didn't cut you. Yeah. Oh, Kim's making you bleed. That's why it spoke to me today. I'm like, damn. Kevin, why are you so sweaty? Oh, the Mexican queen made me run to work. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my cuts. <laughs> 
April uh, said, hey, you're talking about mosquitoes today, too. You're going to go for that uh, garlic spray that uh, Disney uses around their perimeter. She said you also mentioned the coconut scent. And she said, I am also a mosquito magnet, and I got the Palmer's Coconut Oil Lotion. I started applying it every day after showering. We went camping over the weekend. I didn't get any mosquito bite or any other insect bites at all. Maybe it was a fluke. I'm going to keep using it, though, see if it works. She said, I also purchased Jergens Coconut Lotion, see if it uh, had a stronger scent. That's interesting. Okay, I'm going to have to do that as well. It really smells like coconut beer. Jergens Coconut Lotion feels like mosquitoes would love that. Yeah, if they want to masturbate. <laughs> yeah, that was that's what I thought, too. When I was reading that the coconut works, I'm like, it, you would think it'd be sweet and they would love it. So now the mosquitoes are going to bite Kevin and then they're going to jerk off oh, on him. They're going to toss off all over you. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be covered in mosquito cum. Uh, I, I it's never terrible. Feel, I never feel good about ever buying lotion or any kind of oils that would go on the body at the store. I always feel like they're, you're jerking off with that stuff. They know you are. They know you are. You should go in there and the only thing you buy is Jerkins and Kleenex. I've done that before. Not the Kleenex. That's why, honestly, when we go to the store, I always make my wife buy my lotion. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't go walking through the lane with it. Well, like, you're, oh, you're not tossing all it right, off. All right, dude. It we know what you're using this for. Like well, because I don't think it's still, we're still in an era. I only, sorry, I only use it on my face, but we're not in an era yet. I don't think we're predominantly like you associate skin cream with men using it on their face or men with face cream. The other thing, too, is that everyone jerks off with a lotion or an oil that's so much cleanup and so time-consuming. Yeah. It's still the, the number one association, though. You see it a is. guy plus lotion, you're thinking, all right, he's Look, I'm not saying, pulling the pud. I'm not saying it's Saturday evening, you got nothing to do. Yeah, you brought some lotion. Okay, cocoa butter. There, there, there's, there's a time and a place, but not everyone's, you know, lotioning it up. <laughs> we ain't got the time for that. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. That's it. <laughs> that's the way it goes. Now, Bird, you said that uh, you actually got an invitation for a possible road trip to Alaska. Alaska, because? A road trip to well, Alaska? Well, a trip. Oh. The, I probably put road trip in because guess what's going to be there? That antique road show. Oh, that's what it is. Oh. Yeah, antique, oh. antique road show. That show. And someone that we know in our family got tickets to it, and it's in Alaska. But I'd have to... I was trying to work all that out. Is it worth it? Would that really be that cozy of a Do you know what trip? time of year it is? It's in a couple months. It's in, I believe, July or August. Okay, yeah. yeah it might be awesome. I mean, I hear it's a beautiful state. You seem to love that kind of uh, look. This could be a really good... Now, it's going to be... Cold as fuck. I don't know that it'll be cold as fuck. I think they get into the 70s. 60s, 70s, probably even in the winter. I so, was... And in fact, I think... Uh, I'd heard from somebody in Alaska. Sometimes they get a little hot, actually. It was in the 50s in the Great Smoky Mountains this weekend. 50s? Yeah. Wow. It was in the 50s. I was like, oh, shit, I'm not prepared. It's in Akron, Ohio, June 6th. In Akron, Ohio? Yeah, June? June 6th, and then it is That's in, like in two weeks. I know, but then in, in, uh, it's supposed to be in Alaska. Yeah, Ala Alaska in um, July 11th. July the 11th. average temperature in Alaska in July is 67 degrees. Ooh, that's perfect. Wow, that's not bad at all. Yeah. I hear there's a lot of pud there. Not a lot of women. Nine guys to every one girl. Nine out of ten Alaskan men, Kevin, are awful. I mean, if you, can, if you can get it in the whiskers in, Atla in Alaska, you're good. I just feel like there's so much competition, right? You should see the uh, lotion aisle in Alaska. <laughs> oh, my God. So much jerky. It's there's, clean. There's eight of them. And it's cold. And yeah. there's only ten aisles in the store. <laughs> 
Yeah, that might be a good trip for you, actually. Do you guys like that show? I don't know it, no. You don't know that show? I mean, I know of it, but I don't watch is it. Is that the one where they tell people what their stuff is worth? They bring some shit they found. Oh, this is in Uncle Gus's attic over it's here. It's an old Indian blanket. And yeah. then the person is like, this blanket is actually worth 80 grand. And you have legit uh, semen stains there. That makes it more money. Uh, <laughs> really? $10,000. Everybody knows. Everything. I think semen stains would degrade uh, not, an item. Not if it's old-timey semen cap. They scratch it. They're like, huh. this is Chief Osceola. If it's 19th century or earlier, it's always more money when it comes wow. to semen. Yeah. Okay. Imagine <laughs> if you had a, a a piece of a blanket with Abraham Lincoln's come on it. That's not going to be a ton of money. Well, if it's Abraham Lincoln's, it would be. But I mean, how do you know that it is? I mean, how do you know it wasn't just a guy who's like <laughs> coming on a blanket and trying to say it's Abe's? Still from the 1800s. So kind of cool. You don't know. No, not if you just did it. Well, you're right. You're going, Wait, this is still fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's still warm. He tricked me. Dude, it's from 2023. <laughs> it's not old timey cum. All right, you're right. Less I just tried oh, it. Does, it doesn't taste like old semen. I licked it. Yeah. But you do admit, though, if you had some kind of a blanket or something with President Lincoln's, you know. Yeah, and all that has. But, I mean, how do you verify it that? It's verified. What, do you have a photo of him over it? With <laughs> I would love to see Lincoln's O face. I think a lot of people would. All right, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Someone's going to send me an email. Can you imagine that photo? That'd be definitely one for the history books, huh? It'd be worth a ton of money. It wouldn't be. Okay. That could be, that'd definitely be a good item to see traded. <laughs> I'd love to see that on the, the road show. Yeah. I dare you to go up there the with a blanket. The low show. <laughs> Antiques loads. It's all old items with come on. Antique loads show. Dude, I think people would watch that. I would. I know. I know people would. Here's I a cast from 1842 with the semen of two loggers. <laughs> this one's Billy the Kid. You, you're right, though. The, the more famous they are, and yes. the time period. Antique load much. show. Antique <laughs> load show. That is funny. And they got a viewer. <laughs> actually, I, I would, I yes. would honestly, I would tune in for that. Of course, you got be, me now. You'd be so curious to see yeah. why it's worth so much money. <laughs> we just want to see what everyone's semen looks like. <laughs> <laughs> like. Wow, that's a lot. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Something to think about. All right, well, <laughs> thank you for all them uh, emails for being here. It's good to be back. Mail at kbjshow.com. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.